Hey guys, this is the Bum Wisdom Podcast. You got Aqua Fox, and I am alone in this podcast this time. But my co-host is Grounded Dolphin, and this part, this episode, we will be talking a little bit about civil war. Okay, um, this series, this series um, continues in our natural law series. We are discussing, we talked a little bit about uh, what natural law is and how the existence of the, the larger framework exists um, outside of us. And then we talked a little bit about what our purpose is within that framework. Okay. Um, we're moving on now to talk a little bit about civil war. One of the hardest things that we found out here being bums and gathering this bum wisdom is that the enemy, the, the, the oppressor, the Satan, the opposition, the thing that's working the hardest against us in this matrix is not some foreign entity. It is not some governmental organization. It is not um, some outside thing that works the hardest against us. Of course, these things all exist. Of course, they all have a relevance, and of course, they all have a effect on our lives. We are not saying they don't. What we are saying, though, is what we found in our experience, the most critical of all of your opposers is yourself. So this, this, uh, <clears throat> this episode is going to be called Civil War. Now, let's jump right into it. In a civil war, okay, you're gonna have we're gonna have okay. So we, let's just let me talk about it like this. Sorry, um, within the the uh, under the umbrella of civil war, I'm gonna talk about these four points. Okay, they are one the belligerents who was involved in the fighting, two the tactics of the warfare, three support just in of itself, and four dominance okay civil wars are typically the most bloody the most horrific because it is it is internal it's not an outside force coming to get you from somewhere it is your own countrymen your own kinsmen in some cases and in other cases even your own family members killing one another to gain superiority um it's typically really bad However, we find that it is a very, very, very good uh, example of a seen thing to deal with those things that are unseen. We talked about this in our other podcast about natural law. In order to help you deal with the unseen, you can look at the things that are seen. And that will help you understand how the unseen work. Okay? So, dealing with civil war, that internal struggle, we're going to deal with this <clears throat> deal with these four things and number one let's deal with the belligerents okay when you're fighting a civil war when you're having this internal struggle okay who is fighting okay who are the belligerents who are the people fighting now instantly you want to say well shit if it's if it's me versus me right then i know that the belligerents are just me but it gets crazy because, see, 
when you were 12, something happened to you. That thing that happened to you when you were 12, the 28-year version, the 28-year-old version of you is dealing with that. The 28-year-old version of you is not dealing with it like a 12-year-old. Or maybe they are. Okay? This discrepancy, this break, is what causes the problem. You are dealing with yourself. The belligerents are you versus you. But you have to ask yourself, when it comes to me drinking, is it me versus my 14-year-old self? Is it my best self versus the 14-year-old who was abused? who was sexually assaulted, is that is that why I'm drinking? Okay, you have to know which version of you are you going against. Because in order for you to, to win this civil war, to, to win this battle for dominance over yourself, you have to know your enemy. And your enemy may change even when it's yourself. Okay? When I was my in my 20s, I was vain, but my vanity took on, uh, the, the way my vanity expressed itself was completely different than, um, my vanity today. The way I express my vanity today is n nowhere near the way I would express it when I was 21. So it's still me versus me, but I got to know which me I'm dealing with. If I'm still trying to be, um, make sure that I'm not being, um, vain or too vain. And being too proud. I have to know which version of me am I dealing with so I know how to fight. Does that make sense? So the belligerence is me versus me. Which me? Okay? I need to know that guy. I need to know that guy that I'm fighting. I need to know why he's fighting. Why is he even around? Why is 12-year-old me still sticking around? Why? Understand your enemy. Okay? That's going to lead me right into the the second part of this of this belligerence once you get to know your enemy and your enemy being yourself once you get to know that 12 year old you can see why he stuck around maybe he stuck around because he's offering you a protection that you can't get from nowhere else maybe the 12 year old figured out how to how to do something that no one else figured out Maybe he figured out how to, I don't know, mentally break, to break away from something. That's a skill. I need to know that. Because there may be times where I need to mentally break away. I need to get to know that guy. And while I'm getting to know the 12-year-old, I may know why he's fighting me. Maybe there's something I didn't address. What did he break away from? Why did he break away from it? These, this is knowing yourself. Me versus me. Knowing your enemy. Okay? And once you truly understand what happened to the 12-year-old and address it, okay? Dang, this is what me was doing. This is what me was thinking. This is how me felt. Well, this is how I need to address it. Now you can go ahead and, and do some battle. Now you know. Okay. Um, I, I'll tell you. I'll give you this example from me, <laughs> from my, my, my children. Um, all children are the same. I don't care if you got same mom, same dad. Those souls are different, right? So, um, one one of my children, uh, my son, if he got out of line, it, it, there was nothing you could do. You had to spank that butt. You had to give him a couple love taps. 
that was the only thing he was going to listen to. He just, that's just who he was. He's a king. So he don't take, he don't take orders from nobody. Okay. But my daughter, my daughter, she, my, my oldest daughter, she, you didn't have to do that to her. For her, it just was enough for you just to be disappointed. But now I have another daughter who is like a mix of the two because she, she is extremely strong. Ain't no love tap's going to work on her. Okay. And if you decided to be disappointed, she'd laugh in your face. (laughs) You're disappointed in me. Like I care, right? Didn't work. What did work on her though was for me to draw my um, attention away. Not even show her that I was disappointed, but nothing at all. Zero, nothing. She didn't like that. So that's how I dealt with, with her, okay? You have to know the you that you're dealing with so that way you know how to deal with them because it's not going to be the same, okay? You may have to starve the 12-year-old version of you of attention, or you may have to pay so much more attention to that version for a reason, to get something from him, okay? You have to know which version of you you're dealing with, and especially in terms of trauma. When you are dealing with the traumatized version of yourself, that traumatized version of yourself, a lot of time is going to take the lead. So when it's the me versus me, the traumatized person is leading, and you're going to have to know the other person the untraumatized version of yourself, which in some cases you haven't seen in a very long time. You don't even know. In some cases, we don't care to know because we see that person is weak. So I don't want to get to know her. She was weak. Put her in a bag, right? So when you're doing this me versus me and you want to say, well, I need to be more this, or I need to learn how to be better at this. You need to know who you're dealing with because you might be the problem and the person that you're versus may be the solution. You might be beating down the person that needs to be winning. So you're going to have to get to know them. You're going to have to get to know the other you, the me that is, that is stopping me from getting to where I need to be. Okay. This is, this is civil war. Know your enemy. All right. Um, the last tenant is uh, the last uh, part of this. I want to talk about as far as the belligerents, the fighters, is this concept with jihad. Okay. I just me personally, I hate the way that this term has been used by. Ooh, I'll just say people. People have used this term very wrong and very just very just I just. In my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. I think people use this term wrong. Um, and they, I think they abuse it. But the concept, the ling- linguistical concept behind this word, I find to be beautiful. Because what it means is the constant struggle that is consciousness. Just simply being a sentient being you have entered into a struggle. Just because you are alive and aware of your existence, you have entered into a struggle. Every single day you are reminded of this struggle because guess what happens when you don't eat? Blah, 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 right? Put some food in here. 
get something in here now. Your body will fight you. It will struggle with you to let you know you need to get some food in here. Okay? It is always happening. And it's happening not just on the physical, but it's happening also on the non-physical. Those thought entities exist and they are there in existence. Like we said, the, the grand design, it is just there. You are constantly interacting with it, though. And it is a constant struggle. Because you feed them, they enter you. Okay? You feed anger, you feed into anger, anger gets inside of you. You become an angry person. It is a constant struggle, constant jihad. And the jihad, the root meaning of this word is the self-struggle. That's what it means. It means you waking up every day saying, you know, I know I should go to the gym today. <laughs> I know I should be drinking water first and not soda. Man, I know I need to leave this girl alone. She ain't no good for me. Jihad. It is the constant struggle every single day of what you should be doing. And it's win or lose. It's you versus you. You win some and you will lose some. But you will always be struggling. You will always be fighting one way or another. So those are the three things that I think are important in understanding um, the, this first tenet of civil war. The belligerents, the fighters, who's fighting. Understand who is fighting so I can understand how I need to fight. Also understand that it is okay to lose a battle. It's jihad. It's every day. It's constant struggle. There is no, woohoo, I got the belt. No, not until you close your eyes and don't open them again. You are always struggling. You slipped and cursed. I slipped and cursed on the podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, I caught it. I didn't catch it. You know, you, whatever it is that you're struggling with, it is always going to be there. As long as you are a sentient being, you will be in jihad. So understand that and go forward. Next, we want to talk about, excuse me, we want to talk a little bit about the tactics that you use, okay? Um, one of the things that we learned while we were journeying is, hold on, is that the tactics that, that you use to fight when you're fighting an external enemy are the same tactics you want to use against yourself. You want to use deception the same way you deceive your enemy. Sometimes you got to deceive yourself. An uh, example of that is you set the clock three minutes ahead or six minutes, 10 minutes ahead or whatever, because you know yourself, you know that even though you got to be somewhere at a certain time, you know, you're going to procrastinate and not be there. So you set the clock 10 minutes ahead to give yourself that fake time. You're deceiving yourself, okay? But deception is good warfare. So sometimes you have to use these tactics. Um, one of the one of the other tactics that we that we saw that helped us um, is fear, facing your fear. One of uh, I think it was Sun Tzu that said this. One of the things that you don't do when you're facing another army is you don't encircle the army completely you don't do that because if you do that 
Sun Tzu said that the opposing army will become desperate if they see that, man, we ain't getting out of here. There is no way home. We're going to die. Well, they're going to double their efforts. They're going to fight you even harder. Okay? Don't risk that. Always leave an out so that your enemy doesn't become desperate. Okay? This is a tactic. Well, we learned that fear is the same exact way. When you don't face fear because you're afraid, you allow it to have an unmeasured amount of control over your actions. You don't actually know how far it's going because you can't see it. You're not even facing it. If you're afraid of others' judgment, they may be judging you in a way that is actually good for you. You won't even see it, though, because you're so afraid of judgment that you won't even face it. So what we found is one of the tactics that work is searching out those fears. Because for some reason, when it comes to fighting yourself, fear seems to be a very, very, very uh, uh, used weapon, an often used weapon when it comes to you and yourself. Okay, as soon as you tell yourself, we really need to stop seeing this girl. Well, yourself is going to grab fear. It's the it's the go to weapon. It's going to slap you in the head with it. If you stop leaving this girl alone, who going to talk to you? Where are you going to get some mm-mm from? Hmm? You're going to be by yourself. Your boys is going to laugh at you. All that fear slapping you in the face. That's you doing that, by the way. But yeah, fear. So what we found is that since ourselves love to go to fear first, we gonna we gonna we gonna mess up the uh, we gonna mess up the rotation a little bit because we gonna grab fear first. We gonna go right to fear, look at it, and say, "What the f are you again?" Oh, okay, judgment. That's right, judgment. Cool, I got you. Then we gonna say we gonna leave this girl alone. Self is gonna say, "If you do." You ain't going to get no other girls. You're going to respond with, I haven't seen any other girls because I'm only dating this one. But what about, what about, you're going to have an answer already. You feel me? You're already going to have your answer for the fear because you faced it. You saw it. You look right at it and said, heights? That's what it is? Heights? Cool. I got you. Heights. We're going to put on three, four, five, six, seven of these harnesses and we're going to go ahead and climb. And when self says, you're going to climb another rung? You're going to go up a little bit higher? I got seven belts, self, seven, seven of them. You have an answer for the fear. That's going to help you in that fight against yourself. That's one of the tactics that we learned. Go straight to fear. When you want to get better at fighting yourself, find out what your fears are. Hunt them down. Okay? Look at them. Study them. Learn them. You ain't going to stop being afraid of them. But know what they are because, man, self loves to use them, loves it. So tactic number one, face your fear. Two, once you face your fear, <laughs> uh, we found that uh, I said, I said I, I'm, I'm fat, so I'm going to say this in my way. Eat it. <laughs> we found that consuming the thing that you are afraid of, I mean, being around it, we're saying having it in your space and just 
I don't care. I don't even care. Doing that, consuming it, having it around all the time, it made it so it was a lot less fearful. Okay. Also, we found that not just not just facing that fear and keeping that fear around, but also balancing it. Because you what you don't want to do is you don't want to throw your whole self at something. There's a reason why fear exists. Like we said, these tenements exist in the universe without us. They don't need us to exist. Okay. Fear is a very, very useful tool in these in, in the design. Okay. You use it to preserve life. So it's not like we're saying we're going to face our fears and then we're going to destroy them out. Not exactly. What you're going to do is you're going to have that fear in your pocket. That's what I mean when I say consume it, eat it. You're going to just take it. Heights, that's what it is? Cool. Give me that. Put it in my pocket. Man, you afraid of heights? Yeah. Man, I saw you climbing up that tall. What? Yeah, I did. But you afraid of Yeah. And I climbed up. Yeah. Own it. Take it. Consume it. Grab it. Hold it. Own it. You feel me? Yes, that's your fear. But it ain't something that stops you from moving. Because you know it. You faced it. You understand it. Right? And you put it in your pocket. Now what you do after that is you're going to watch what you mix with it. Okay? You you know that you got a fear of heights. Right? So you're going to be like, all right, bet. I know I'm afraid of heights. What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to go out here and climb up this job. No harness just to show everybody that I can do it. What you're going to do is you're going to watch how it interacts with pride. I noticed that when my pride gets involved, I'm a little bit uh, less, I'm a little bit um, less full of fear when I have a little bit of pride. Okay. When a girl gets around and she sees me doing it, I'm climbing a little faster. I'm not as scared. Learn these things about yourself. Learn what you can mix with your fear, but learn what you can not mix with your fear. Okay? If you got a fear of dark places, you definitely not going to mix going into places where there's dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't mix two things together that you know are going to put you into a more fearful state because now yourself is going to use that weapon and beat your ass with it. Okay? So this is what you have to learn. This is a tactic, okay? How to fight. How do I fight myself? Face myself. Okay, boom. I know myself. Now, what am I scared of? Oh, that's stopping me from moving? Learn that. Keep that. Watch what I put with that, okay? Understanding how to fight will help you win more fights. This is tactics, all right? All right, now we're going to move on to support. So in warfare, okay, you need support. You need reinforcements. You need to be fed. You might be the greatest fighter in the world, okay? But if I starve you for a week and then put you in the ring, you're going to get knocked out, right? It's not just um, what you're capable of. It's also what help you're capable of getting for yourself, Okay, where you will find that support sometimes is in people who love you, people who love you and know you're fighting. They know that you're fighting people who know that you, you know, if it's a say pride, if it's somebody who knows, you know, your brother knows that you've been fighting with pride, knowing you've been trying to be a better man. 
right? And you find yourself in a situation where pride is taken over. Call your brother. Call your brother because that's your support. He going to tell you, no, you did a good job. You stood up for yourself. Or he going to say, no, you was too extra. You ain't have to do all that. Okay? Use your loved ones as your support in your fight against yourself. Okay? Also, you want to use your records. When fighters box, they go back and they watch the tapes. Basketball players, they go back and watch the tapes. You know what I mean? Athletes do this. The reason why they go back and watch the tapes is because you can see what you did right and what you did wrong. So part of your support system is you writing down and chronicling the fight. If I have an issue with, um, like I said, let's say I'm, 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 I'm prideful. I'm just too prideful, right? And I just think I'm the shit. I'm, I'm, I'm 6'3", 220 pounds, solid muscle. I'm just the shit, right? And I got a problem with pride. And I know it. I must, you know, I must say, you know what, today, you know what I mean? I'm going I'm to be as humble as I possibly can be today. And I go out to Starbucks, grab me a coffee, the barista looking at me, I'm looking at her. You know what I mean? I know I'm working on this thing. I'm going to try to be better with it. But look at her, man. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. Yeah, I mean, pride, right? So then you tell yourself, all right, bet. I messed up. You know I mean, whatever it was. Let's say you, let's say you married and you ain't supposed to be hollering at nobody. You know what I mean, you, you look at, you, you, you take that star, Starbucks experience, right? You write that shit down. Write it down. It seemed like it's a small thing, right? It's nothing. No, write it down. Remember we said you are your experience, right? You are your experience. Write it down. Man, I was flirting with the barista today. Or, 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 or leave yourself a message, whatever you do, okay? Chronicle it. When you go back, watch the tapes, okay? Go back and look at what you wrote down, what you recorded, what your whatever social media, however you did it. When you look back at your tapes, you'll be able to see, I did good when I did this, I did bad when I did that. Okay, if you're serious about it, you know, man, I'm prideful. I got to stop this shit. Like my wife is going to leave me. Like I I have a good woman. I don't want to. You know what I mean, I don't want to be like that. Write it down. I went to the I went to the uh, went to the Starbucks. Barista smiled at me. I smiled back. She asked me for my number, whatever, whatever. whatever. I messed up. Okay. Next time when you look back in over your over your notes, over your chronicles, you're going to see that and you're going to say. Okay, what happened to me was she smiled and I felt obligated because I'm shit to go ahead and do X, Y, Z. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start paying attention to that damn smile. That little thing that, that, that just fucking with me. It's messing with my head. And when they smile, I love that. I love it. So you chronicle that. You write that down. Now you know next time you're in that fight with yourself, man, I got to make sure that smile don't get me. Man, you know what I mean? Maybe I won't smile back. Or maybe I'll just say thank you and leave it at that. You know what I mean? When they tell me I'm so handsome. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, write it down because it's going to happen to you again. Okay? That's your support. Your support is your what you wrote down, your records. Okay? Another way you want to support yourself is you want to have somebody in your corner who acts as a cheerleader. When you go to AA... They give you a um, they give you a uh, a sponsor. 
or NA, you know, Narcotics Anonymous, you know, whatever, Alcohol Anonymous, whatever. If you go to one of those programs, they're going to give you a sponsor. Okay. Your sponsor is your flame stoker. They're the person that's going to tell you, keep going. You what? 19 days, keep going. 20, keep going. You fell down today, start over. Do another 19 days like you just did. This person you need. This is your support. This helps you fight yourself. This is definitely going to be someone that you trust because you're going to have to reveal to them the truth. Okay. So I started with loved ones, family sometimes can be that, but I don't keep it at loved ones because a lot of times in the lives that we live in, the people who hurt us or cause the trauma are the people who are our loved ones. So find yourself a flame starter, find yourself a cheerleader, somebody that's going to be like, yo, you ain't drink today. That's what's up. You ain't smoke today. That's what's up. Okay. You need somebody that's going to be there in your corner, letting you know you're doing good at what you're doing. That's the support. Okay. In warfare, we call those allies. Sometimes just being, just knowing I got an ally that got 40,000 troops will make your troops fight better because they know worst came worst case scenario we could call you know we can call help so we're gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna go out here and we're gonna win this you know what i mean they don't even know that it helps you need support okay especially when the enemy is yourself so <clears throat> so that's support now let's see let's look at our town see we got right here all right cool let's roll all ahead into dominance so we said we need to understand the the people who are fighting in the civil war when it comes to ourselves we need to understand who's fighting we understand the taxes that's using we need to know that we need support and the last is we need to define dominance okay we need to define what it means to dominate so that we can win this war right now the old native american adage i believe says that there are two wolves right and the wolf that wins is, of course, is the wolf that we feed, correct? That's the one that wins, the one that we give our energy to, you know? Energy goes where attention, did I say that right? The one we give our attention to, I'm sorry. Because energy goes where, energy flows where attention goes, sorry. You guys know that, anyway. Um, so, how can we establish dominance? That means that we're not just winning a battle here and there. Okay, we win in the war. Like this is us. We win it. How do we get to that point where we establish dominance? Well, in my opinion, I believe that you should break down each area that you're trying to dominate. For example, you need to dominate time, you need to dominate space, and you need to dominate your resources. And I'll explain. So, when you are on the field of battle, if you are fighting and it is morning time, as the sun is coming up, you do not want to have your army facing the east as they're fighting. Okay? You want to try to turn the battle so that way there's equal footing. Okay? You don't want to be looking at the sun trying to fight off your enemy. Because if he rained down arrows on you, you're not even going to see him because the sun is too high. So you need to dominate time. Okay? 
um, I used to be addicted to porn. I used to be on porn. Like when I was younger, I used to do like, it, it was, it was ridiculous. I would like not fall asleep. Like I was like on porn all night until the sun came up. You know what I mean? It was ridiculous. In order to battle myself and do battle with myself, I had to dominate my time. So between the hours of 11 and four, that was the area that I had to fight myself with. Because what I would do is I would either get on at 11 and not get off until four o'clock in the morning, or I would fight myself like I'm not going to get on, I'm not going to get on, I'm not going to get on. And then I would get on, go to the bathroom one o'clock in the morning, you know, go pee and then get on and stay on to them. You know what I mean? Or any, any number of combinations of that. So I had to first recognize where did I need to dominate? I couldn't just say, I need to, this is ridiculous. This is this porn addiction is messing up my life. I don't, I don't have sex with my wife anymore. I'm like, you know, wasting time. I'm late for work. I'm falling asleep at work. Like it's, it was really affecting my life, but I couldn't figure out where to even begin. Um, this is how you do that. You look at the time, the, the physical time in which you are losing the battle. When is myself kicking my ass? And for me, in that particular battle with porn, I was losing that battle for those six hours. So what I had to do is I had to go hour by hour. I had to say to myself, tonight, I'm not going to get on at 11. That's it. Not They don't say shit about 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. I'm just not getting on at 11. Okay? Then other nights, if I had stuff to do or I had to go to work in the morning, if I had to get up at 5, I would say, I'm going to sleep by 12 o'clock because I have to get up at 5. Now, check the, check the, 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 the language. I said, I'm going to go to sleep by 12. Not that I'm not going to get on porn tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I'm definitely getting on porn tonight, but I'm going to go to sleep at 12 o'clock so that I can get up and be ready for work at five. Those is how you fight. That's how you fight the battle. You select the time and you go to war. You go to, you go fight. There was plenty of times when I said, I'm going to go to sleep at 12. And I, I, I didn't go to sleep at 12. I went to sleep at 1 30. Mm, Could have did better. You know what I mean? We lost a few soldiers that day. But slowly but surely, I got control of the habit by dominating the time. That time between 11 and 6, self, you can't have it. Because I know what you're going to do with it. You're going to watch porn, and you can't. So I dominated that time between 11 and 6. And that didn't completely negate the addiction, but it made it a lot harder for myself to do what he wanted to do, which is just be up all night on porn. The next thing you want to try to dominate is space. Again, on the battlefield, when you're doing, when you have, uh, when you have a, a war going on, when they had to, like the Gulf War, when they did the Gulf War, they were trying to get into Iraq, and um, they were, you know, traveling across the desert. They had all these super cool tools that could see in the dark and all this, you know, missiles they could take off from here and hit you miles away there. They had all this dope stuff, right? 
what happened as they were traveling to get to where they were going to attack their enemy is the dust storm started. Well, when the dust storms started, none of their technological advancements would work. It just put them out of commission. They were not masters of the space. So they couldn't fight with masterful weapons that should have brought immediate victory. You should have won without trying. But without mastering the space, they that battle was not one they were going to win. They ended up having to wait. Of course, the storms went died down, and they learned a lot about fighting in sand and fighting in that space. So if you're going to dominate and win these battles against yourself, you need to pay attention to the spaces in which you are doing battle. Okay? Um, mental spaces is going to be when you're under pressure. Um, some people react a certain way when they're under pressure, but different pressure, okay? When you are in a, a, a familiar space, some people do well. They're out the house, cool, no problem. Get in the house, oh my God, all these people that share my blood, these motherfuckers. That's when you have to do battle against yourself because yourself is going to say, I hate these motherfuckers, I can't, you know, and all that. It, it, it goes by the individual. You know yourself better than I do. I'm just talking, okay? Know the spaces. Understand the spaces in which you are doing battle. Learn to dominate the space. In some cases, you may have to change the space. You have the ability to, because you're fighting yourself, you have the ability to make yourself uncomfortable. That might make it easier for you to win. If you're in a space where you feel um, it's a lot easier for me to be arrogant because of the space I'm in. Let's say I'm in a space where a lot of people don't know what I know, right? And I'm working on arrogance. Well, that's not a good space to be in. You trying to work on being arrogant, you've surrounded yourself with people who don't know what you know. Yourself is going to jump up and be like, bruh, that dude is dumb. And then it's going to be hard for you to be like, oh, that's not true. He just knows a little bit less than us. Don't do that to yourself. Fight smarter. Put yourself in a different space. Get yourself in a space where you don't know anything. Matter of fact, go somewhere where you can't even speak the language. Now you're really dumb. And all that arrogance that wants to jump up and say, I know, I know, I know. Where is it? It ain't nowhere to be found because you didn't change the space. Now do battle against yourself. Oh, yeah, you, 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 you know everything, right? How do you say bathroom, dude? Because we, we got to pee. <laughs> and you don't know how to say that. Humble yourself. That's how you win. Okay? Dominate the space. Dominate the time. Even if you got to do it in small sections. Um, there's a... There's a... I think... A, yeah, it's a sore in... Um, in the Quran, it says, when a man is angry, if a man is seated and he is angry, he should stand up. <laughs> and if a man is angry and he's standing, he should sit down. Simple. Real easy. No complication. All you did was trick your mind. Your mind is angry. You put your body in a different space. And now your mind has to take into account that space and ask itself, are we still angry? Because we were angry when we were down there. There was something going on down there, but now we're up here. So is it different up here? 
In that split second, you can change your anger. You can assuage your anger. You can make it go down just by changing your space. Okay? So this is this is how we fight. This is how we dominate. And this is how we do battle against ourselves. This is civil war. Another thing you want to do is you want to master resources. Outsourcing and resourcing. What do I mean by that? Okay. Um, we said know the time, dominate it, know the space, dominate it. Here's a resource. My friend is goofy as hell. When I feel like I'm in a space where I'm depressed because I'm going through it and I can't get this cloud off of me, I know I can call my friend because every time I call them, they say something silly and they make me laugh. That's a resource, okay? Knowing who those people are is part of your loved ones and your, your support system. And outsourcing something such as your, your, um, your mood, not your total happiness. I don't wanna, you don't want to outsource your happiness. That's an inside job. But just your mood, just for the moment in passing, that is something you can outsource, okay? Know who those resources are and know when to use them to fight yourself. Okay, to get you to win against yourself. All right. So in in um, reflection, let's start back. We said civil war, that fight against yourself in that fight. Know yourself, know who you are fighting, know who you're fighting and when. Is it the younger me, the older me? Is it the work version of myself? I had someone tell me before that I've been a mother my whole life. I don't know who I am, but I do know that I'm a mother. So you have to ask yourself, well, who the heck's talking right now when you're doing this internal battle? Is it the mom? Is the dad? Is the cousin? Is the Who's talking? Who am I battling against? Okay, know that. Know your enemy because you are constantly engaging in this struggle, this jihad. It is constant, okay? You are going to try to use tactics That'll help you win against yourself. One of those tactics we talked about was facing your fear. Okay? Going right at it. Right at it. And not even conquering it, but keeping it around. Keeping it close. Keeping it on quick reference. We talked a little bit about that. There's a tactic for winning. Excuse me. Also, we talked a little bit about support. You want to have support in your fight, but you can't win the fight. Okay, you want to use loved ones, you want to use a record of your fights, the record of those internal battles, whether you write it down, speak it out, but you want to record when you do something, when you mess up to yourself, you know, man, I could have done better. Write those things down. Write what went wrong, what went right, write it down, chronicle it. Okay, we talked a little bit about having people around you that are your flame stokers, your cheerleaders. You need that in your life. We talked a little bit about dominating space and time. You need to dominate space and time and do it in small increments. Don't try to, I'm going to stop doing this today. That's not how life works. We are creatures of habit. You need to habitualize winning. When yourself tells you you can't do it, habitualize winning a small thing, a little tiny thing. So every time self says you can't, you just say, look at that little thing right there. And then self says you can't do it again, do it again. 
After a while, you're going to have a big thing. And self says, I don't think we can do it. Not, you can't do it. It's going to say, I don't think because you have a track record of success. This is how we win. Okay? We dominate our space and time. We use tactics to de deceive ourselves if we got to. Okay? And we know ourselves. This is how we fight that civil war. All right? This is how we win against the enemy that will never leave us ever. The self. Okay? But doing this battle, we can do well. We can win. And we can show other people how to win. All right? This is the Bum Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Aqua Fox. This has been Civil War. We will see you next time.